Are you ready to hear a story? This one's about a mouse that loses its tail. If you like this story and you'd like to hear more, please ask your mummy or daddy to leave me a review on iTunes. Reviews help other mummies and daddies to find us. You can also help by giving a small amount on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash bedtime and give a small amount whatever you think is fair. Tyler No-Tail Mouse A Story from Ginger's Wood by K.L. Seal If you'd like to see the beautifully painted pictures for this story, you can go to bedtime.fm slash storytime slash five. This is one of many stories about a dear friend of mine. Your parents may think it's a bit odd for me to have a friend who's a mouse, but you understand, don't you, children? I thought you would. This event occurred a little while ago. The marvellous event was a magnificently magical New Year's party. I saw the New Year in with my dearest and oldest little friend, Mr Benny Badger. It was quiet and simple. Benny prepared some biscuits and hot milk, which we enjoyed by the warm fire. Then we listened to some of our favourite songs at midnight. Even Freddy Fox paid us a visit for a forkful or two of Benny's delightful blueberry pie. But the mice all had something more spectacular in mind, something they did every year in a large ballroom underground. They got together from different parts of the woodland and celebrated into the night. The beautiful dresses and tuxedos were a wonderful sight, and, if I do say so myself, lady mice looked so much more beautiful in dresses than humans could ever do. Tyler arrived at the door with his wife, Millie Mary Mouse, just in time for the large banquet to begin. The dormouse, called Doddy, whose job it was that night to simply stand at the door and welcome each mouse who arrived, gave them a hazelnut shell of warm and sweet honey. Then he smiled and wished them a good evening. They made their way down the long staircase and entered the hall and soon began to tuck into all the delightful fruits and nuts that lay spread over the long narrow table, as did all the other jolly and friendly mice. The orchestra mice played happily on their tiny violins, which they had restrung by Susie Spider earlier that morning. As the six male mice voice choir sang a perfect harmony, the sound they all created together was just perfect. Soon it was midnight at the ball, and the mice all jumped around and celebrated cheerfully. Shortly after, they all headed their separate ways. Of course, Millie and Tyler came to my cottage to tell us everything before they went home, and all Tyler seemed to do was complain about the fact there was no jam. No jam, mister. Not one single spoonful of strawberry jam in sight. Not one. He was not impressed. You see, like Freddy Fox, Tyler had a terrible sweet tooth. I love the sweet, sticky taste of jam very much. Unfortunately, out of all the wonderful foods that Benny Badger made, he never once made strawberry jam, and so Tyler hardly ever got to taste any. He did, however, know where he could find some. Just outside the wood, in a small farmhouse, lived a farmer called Frankie. He had no children and lived alone and made jam. Not just any jam, but strawberry, Tyler's favourite. 
Mmm, fresh strawberry jam, Tyler said as he woke the next morning. He licked his tiny lips as he thought of it. He then threw off his handkerchief blanket as he climbed out of his comfortable straw bed, opened his wardrobe and quickly chose a blue button-up jumper and a red scarf, dressing himself in a hurry. He then rushed through the long, narrow corridors towards the living room as the excitement built up inside him. But there in the living room, with her back towards him, stood Millie, taking off her small red gloves. She had just returned from her morning stroll to collect a few small flowers for her little pink flower pot, which had been sitting empty on the dining table. She had not seen him, and he quietly tried to sneak past her. It paid off, and he ran off into the wood, heading towards the farmhouse. Soon after, he scurried quickly past Freddy Fox, who was heading towards Benny Badger's set for a small breakfast of blackberries and honey. What are you doing out this time of the morning then, Tyler? Freddy shouted to him, trying to catch up with the fast little mouse. Tyler was so excited that he almost didn't hear dear Freddy, but suddenly he turned back and waited for him, while he said, Hmm, uh, well, don't tell Millie, but I'm going to the farmer's cottage for some jam. Jam? Is jam sweet tasting, Tyler? Tyler could see in Freddy's face that he was anxious to try some, so the sneaky mouse put on a little show for Freddy, waving his arms around with excitement. Well, of course it is. It's just about the sweetest, tastiest mouthful of joy you could possibly imagine, Freddy. Is it really good? Oh, yes, absolutely. Tyler figured that if Freddy would go with him to the farmhouse, then he could be certain that Freddy would not run straight back to Millie and tell her what her sneaky husband was getting up to. Because, unlike Benny, who always kept quiet about other people's business, Freddy was the gossip of Ginger's Wood and put the old sly fox name to shame, as he could not under any circumstances keep a secret. Still, he always had a good and caring heart. Okay, well, let's go. I'll come with you before I go to Benny's set. All right, Freddy. You won't be sorry. Back at Tyler's home, in the roots of an old oak tree, Millie Mary Mouse began to wonder where her husband was. Oh, where on earth is he? He's normally out of bed by now, and eating some breakfast. Oh dear, oh dear, dear. She entered his bedroom to see nothing but an empty nest. Oh? Where on earth? She scratched her head as she thought, and then she noticed his little red scarf and jumper missing from the wardrobe. Oh dear, dear, dear. He's got off to the farmhouse again, and that farmer's home on Sundays. She quickly put on her coat and rushed off into the woods towards the farmhouse. Tyler and Freddy stood looking up at the back door of the farmhouse. Then Freddy opened the old wooden door and they entered the storage room filled with sacks of potatoes and tinned food. Aha! Tyler whispered when he saw the jam jars on the worktop. Lift me up, Freddy. He lifted Tyler up and placed him on the worktop. Then Freddy picked himself one of the jam jars and sat down by some potato sacks to enjoy it. Tyler leapt up onto the jar of his choice and tore at the fabric top before ripping it off completely. Mmm, you're right, Tyler. It's delightful. I told you, Freddy. Tyler then stuck his head into the jam jar, wriggling his beautiful long tail happily as he enjoyed his treat. 
Snap. Ouch. What's wrong, Tyler? Freddy asked, confused with the fuss. Tyler looked behind him to see an upside-down sprung mousetrap on the worktop. What on earth? Suddenly the door slung open, and there stood the tall farmer with his shotgun. Hello, vermin. Enjoying ourselves, are we? Tyler, you said he wouldn't be home, said Freddy. The farmer aimed his gun at Freddy, who stood frozen and terrified. He almost pulled the trigger before suddenly Tyler leapt onto the farmer's face, distracting him, whilst Freddy slipped quickly through his legs and out of the door. Tyler then followed him. They ran as fast as they could, listening to the gunshots behind them. Suddenly, one of the shots fired hit Freddy in the back left leg, before they both slipped out into the safety of the wood, where they both stood still, trying to catch their breath and calm themselves. Well, I think we'll both agree that we won't be doing that again, said Freddy. No, Freddy, absolutely not, said Tyler. The wood around them was suddenly filled with the voice of Millie Mary Mouse, as she yelled out for her husband. Tyler! Tyler! Oh dear, 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 Tyler! I'm here! What are you yelling about? Oh dear, thank goodness. I thought you would be killed by now. I surely did. No, I'm fine. Suddenly Millie noticed something terrible about Tyler. Oh, Tyler, where on earth is your lovely long tail gone? Tyler walked around in a circle, looking over his shoulders. But there was no tail. It lay caught in the sprung mousetrap at the farmhouse. Later, they came to my cottage for some tea. Tyler was in tears most of the evening. I took out the pellets in Freddy's leg and dressed both his and Tyler's wounds. It was at that time, as Tyler cried into my little handkerchief, that a knock came at my door. When I opened it, I was smiled at by a face I loved dearly, Benny Badger. Hello, mister. Is Tyler here? I couldn't find him at home. Yes. Tyler, Benny wants to see you right here. I called into the house for him, and he slowly made his way out with his head lowed and sniffing softly. Hello, Benny. I'm too upset to talk to you today. I think I'll just be going home now. Sorry, said Tyler. Wait a moment, Tyler. I have something to show you. Benny then pulled a silk sheet off his wheelbarrow to reveal many large jars of strawberry jam. Oh! Tyler said surprised as a small sweet smile spread across his face. I learned how to make jam for you, Tyler, because I know how much you love jam. Oh, thank you, Benny. Thank you. He climbed onto the wheelbarrow and studied them all closely. Well, Benny, you sure cheered him up. Yes, I thought it would make him happy, mister. Later we all sat down and enjoyed some jam on toast and tea as we talked over the strange evening. It took Tyler quite a while to get over the loss of his tail, but Benny's jam sure helped along the way. A couple of days later, I happened to pass the farmer's cottage on my way to the village, and noticed something strange on the back door. When I got closer, I realised it was Tyler's tail pinned to the door with a note from the farmer addressed to all the what he called vermin of the wood. The note read, To all the horrible vermin of Ginger's wood, this is just a small example of what is to come your way should any of you try to steal my beautiful jam again. Signed, Frankie Farmer. I didn't really know what to make of that small threat, but I know one thing is for sure. 
I shall be making sure that no beautiful furry friend of mine will ever go near that unwelcome farmhouse again. Do you have any small furry creature friends? <laughs>